so I'm sitting here um, just doing me, you know. Uh, and then I come across a video by a YouTuber by the name of Saber Shark, um, who basically made a video talking about the Lola Bunny controversy. Now, I knew all of this stuff was happening, and I just kind of was just like, mm, terrible, but just sat on the, on the wayside of it. Didn't think I was going to have to input anything. But then the Pepe Le Pew bullshit happened. Now, I was aware of Lola Bunny um, having that um, terrible redesign, you know, way back in the beginning before it blew up to what it is now, way before um, he's going to have uh, anyone do anything. Like WB was definitely not going to do anything at this point in time um, because they've done their damnedest to, uh, well, what they're starting to do now is that basically trailers and whatnot are starting to come out on the slower spectrum rather than like get everyone hyped for shit considering how the digital media is currently so it's best to do it right before it comes out that way people have it on their mind and then they're immediately trying to get it which is you know in some cases it works some cases it don't you know sometimes you even forget that shit is supposed to come out like i believe um the fucking justice league um the snyder cut is gonna come out like later this week and well, you know, like next week, because it's a Saturday, whatever. But, you know, it, it's coming out, and I damn near forgot about it. <laughs> but I know that it's coming out, and I'm going to see it. Uh, sadly, I have to work on that day, so I have to watch it when I get home. Uh, man, um, I have to watch it later when I get home, because I have to stay overnight. But, um, Jesus. Um, but the, the crazy thing about all that shenanigans is... Um, it wasn't until I saw the uh, YouTube video that I was going to speak about the Lola Bunny controversy um, and, and Pepe Le Pew because honestly, it's a it's kind of a package deal, but um, the problems with Lola Bunny are different from the problems of what's going on with Pepe Le Pew, but it's a package deal in terms of what I personally believe is happening um, in a lot of uh, different shows, cartoons, video games, things like that, of, of that nature. Um, so let me jump into this. Uh, the Lola Bunny issue comes from the fact of her redesign. Um, a lot of the aspects of her character are gone. She actually had a much curvier figure within Space Jam, and now you kind of got this uh, brick <laughs> of a body that gave her a real baggy shirt that's like really long. Um, and then she got like, um, her, her basketball shorts are really long while as in the original Space Jam, if you look at it, they're, they're very much shorter and she's far more slender, um, uh, slender or curvier, I mean, um, of a character. She was designed and created to be Bugs Bunny's love interest at the same time. She's also, she was also showcased as this badass, um, basketball player, um, female character that was thrown into the Looney Tunes, um, Rhodes Gallery, if you will. And all of this happened in the 90s. Now, the problem that I have is that essentially you have two people on two different sides. Um, you have people like uh, the, the guy who did the YouTube video, um, um, Saber Spark, Saber Spark, Saber Shark. Um, yeah, Saber Spark. Uh, he did a video in sense where he's like, yeah, I understand the difference and everything, but calm down. Lola has been redesigned before in many different ways and whatnot and everything. So why is this any different 
just honestly take it for what it is. When the movie comes out, the movie's going to come out. Most likely the movie's going to be bad anyway. Um, I'm pretty sure no one thought of this as a passion project or um, hell, the director that they even got for it didn't see Space Jam until like 2019 anyway. So um, you're really going to get something where it's like, yo, this wasn't the this wasn't for you, <laughs> you know, or it, this is all going to be intended for today's children and everything like that. But hey, uh, that that's that's its own thing. But um, you have that side of the spectrum. Then you also have the other side of the spectrum, which is a bunch of people arguing over the fact that you know Lola Bunny was drawn and always characterized as hot, or she had the figure that she had. So why is it that they're changing it? Um, change it back. She looks ridiculous. I don't like the look. She's been overly sexualized from fan art for, for years now. And now that she's finally being shown back on um, the big screen, you know, if you will, if you have a big screen TV to see it, uh, <laughs> now that she's finally back in another Space Jam after all these years of wanting another Space Jam, and when they finally show her, she looks like a dude Bugs Bunny. <laughs> so, yeah, like that. that's the other stem of the argument but that is only what twitter and you know um, other baseless people have up as an argument me personally i believe that this is more of that grander argument that people only continue when it um only when it shows up and then their voices aren't really that heard because they're overshadowed by fandom but essentially the constant uh taking away of um of a female character simply because today today's current standards deem that it should be necessary um what do i mean by that because i'm trying to think of a word to simplify it and i just i'm blanking but essentially it's like what you got with uh tifa lockhart on um, the final fantasy video game um the, the like the changing of her character um it's the same thing when they made the new um tomb raider games um, what they did to Laura Croft's character and like her whole design. Um, games are praised and being fun and whatnot, but if you can tell the difference between how uh, Laura Croft's Tomb Raider was originally conceived and what she was supposed to look like and then what you get in the Laura Croft Tomb Raider video games that are out currently, you can see that there's a huge difference. And for some reason, you're supposed to believe that the young one is going to grow into the older one, which... Nah, son. <laughs> like that just nah, that ain't happening. But this is a major problem that's been happening for years, and um it has continued to plague a lot of female characters. Um you currently have like different ideals of um well different different designs and reimaginings of characters because you have directors or designers or things like that who are sitting there and told or they believe that hey, this character should not be overly sexualized. So we're going to tone it down a little bit because they're more than just their sex. Totally disregarding the fact that if that was the case, then why the fuck does it matter if you tone down the sex aspect of it? it it's completely justified to say that you, you know, the character is more than just a nice body. Um, and that's totally cool and totally justified. The problem with that is that this character is popular not just because of their nice body. If you want to look at a hot anime chick, 
then by all means, there's plenty of pictures to go see and justify that. You want to see it in 3D? Same thing. But when you have a character like Tifa Lockhart, who is a known, famous, well-known, um, well-established character who has existed within the spectrum of fitting all of these properties and like getting to the point of, and if you know Japanese fans, knowing her fucking bust size, bust waists, hip size, as well as the, um, uh, as well as the, uh, um, what, what the fuck, uh, as well as like her fucking blood type or her birthday and things like that. Like they, they get in on characters like that <laughs> and it's like, it's important to them. And so when they see the difference it's not like that's all that they cared about. It's the fact that you tampered with the character that they cared about, which I believe is what a lot of people are misconceiving. Lola Bunny's character, much like a lot of characters within, uh, well, much like with Harley Quinn, who essentially, I believe wholeheartedly that it was like, is like the exact same um, fandom uh, right there. Whereas, like, uh, when Harley Quinn was introduced in the Batman animated series, became a huge fan favorite and blew up immensely. Lola Bunny did the exact same thing. She has never been in anything or any carnation of uh, Looney Tunes prior. And she was made up specifically for Space Jam. Now, you could be a dumbass and sit there and think, well, they've been trying to make a girl bunny for years, and that's just her before they designed to give her look. No. There's, there's just been other girl bunnies within Looney Tunes, stupid. There's, there's not, they, they weren't Lola. Lola was designed for Space Jam. So it's, it's idiotic to think or say otherwise, because, I mean, you can look through a multitude of Looney Tunes cartoons and there have been plenty of female rabbits that have shown up that have been Bugs Bunny's love interest. Or, hell, there's what, um, a cartoon that he did with the, um, the, the Puma, uh, Pete Puma. And, like, at the end, he was like, you, um... Like Buzz was like, your wife wears the pants in the house. And then um, it, Pete Puma's wife comes and grabs him and takes him away. And then Buzz was like, yeah, you're going to catch that happen to me. And then you see a female rabbit do the same thing to him. And it's his wife. And then she's showing that she's wearing pants. And like that was like the end of the joke. Um, but there, so there, there's always been female rabbits or love interests for Bugs Bunny. Um, but Lola was designed for Space Jam. So the reason of the outrage in my opinion is a simple fact that this all stems from the whole tampering of well-known and well-established characters now lola bunny was in stuff like baby looney tunes no one said anything about her redesign then she was in um different iterations of looney tunes shows she was in that damn tweety and sylvester movie that was weird and they had her as a sportscaster and she just constantly had different like sports objects in there um like in her hand and shit and I always thought that was funny because it just added on to the fact that like, yeah, she's a sporty type of uh, girl. So I always thought that was funny um, on that movie. Um, then you had like the reimagining of her on the uh, the Looney Tunes show, as well as like the new Looney Tunes and then uh, the Looney Tunes show and whatnot. And the thing is, is that what people don't understand is that those were brand new reiterations of the character. That wasn't a sequel to Space Jam. Those were different shows that had different designs and whatnot. Hell, Looney Tunes show was brought up a lot for people's excuse as to, well, she looked different on this and no one complained. Lola's whole personality was different on the Looney Tunes show. In fact, it turned off a lot of people from even wanting to see her on that show because she didn't have the same personality. It, honestly, I loved it. Like, I, I loved the Looney Tunes show. I think that show was hilarious and I'm really disappointed that it got canceled. But 
the Wabbit was a nice um, uh, backup in terms of them sticking to some funny Looney Tunes content. Um, but um, did what they did on the Looney Tunes show with Lola, it was like, yeah, but, um, you know, like her design and everything was different. Yeah, but so was everyone else's. Bugs' original design does not look like the original Looney Tunes character of Bugs. Yet, when they do movies or other cartoons or things like that, Bugs Bunny will still have his design kind of go back to what it is. And on this new Space Jam movie, Bugs Bunny is going to be in his original design that they had for Space Jam. You see what I'm saying? It's that they changed Lola on Space Jam is why there's an outrage and there's a problem. It's not the fact that they changed Lola. It's that what they're changing Lola on is what she's known for and identified as. This would be totally different if um, every single character within this movie had an um, animation overhaul, but they don't. Everyone looks relatively the same as they do from their original Looney Tunes cartoons um, from way back in the 50s. So needless to say, the idea that someone would come in and change Lola's um, look simply because of the fact, well, and then this is something that the director said, you know, he thought that she was just basically way too sexy for this kid's movie, so he didn't want that to happen. But in the 90s when they introduced her, yeah, she was a sexualized, like, you know, she was a sexy character. She had a midriff, um, you know, a, well, a crop top, uh, and then, like, kind of short shorts, and then, like, she had the, the curves and everything. Hell, even when she's introduced, she comes walking in the shadows, and you just see an outline of her moving, like, uh, walking and swaying her hips and everything while people are hooting and hollering at her. But then someone throws her a basketball, and you see that she actually got moves. And so, it that's just, but that was what her, who her character was, you know? And it was like, yeah, she's attractive, but bitch can play basketball. So why is it that now they're going to make it to where it was like, oh, just bitch can play basketball, and that's it. Hell, I, I bet dollars to donuts, who says that? But I bet that that's going to be um, one of the only aspects of her character that they're going to have in this movie. They're not going to include the fact that she's Bugs' love interest at all. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be further from any moment or any point. Like, they might have a thing, much like in, um, in the first movie, where uh, she did something... And then Bugs just gave her a high five and he was like, good job. And she's like, thanks. And just, you know, like a little teammate support type moment. And that's going to be it for her. <laughs> that's all that they're going to do. Because they're like, hey, female rabbit can play basketball. That's all female rabbit can do. Female rabbit do nothing else. <laughs> um, I'd, be, I'd be hard pressed to think otherwise. Um, like I already know, like from seeing something like this and then having the director be someone who really isn't, isn't someone who cares I, I could say because it's like if you just saw this you'd be like yeah i understand movie film i got you i can make something and it's like all right you're not gonna get why a lot of people actually like space jam and then have been screaming for a sequel for so many years um and it's really gonna go over their goddamn head and then as we've seen from like that uh was the the looney tunes the cartoon show the new thing that was on hbo max small changes within the Looney Tunes um, content really do a hell of a lot to piss off fans of Looney Tunes. Um, as well as the fact that it actually destroys, it, it kind of kills their momentum of everything that they got going on. Um, hell, what, in the um, original Space Jam, they had a moment where Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam both pulled out guns and shot out the teeth of an alien. 
they ain't kill nobody, but they shot the teeth of an alien. Um, hell, someone even got like a um, hole blasted in them. Uh, well, yeah, uh, Martian Manhunter shot a gun and it put a hole in Sylvester. And um, but you can tell that with the current day standards of how they want cartoons and how they perceive children should identify with cartoons. They're not going to have that. But these are key elements of these characters that they're known for. You know, and it was like that's, that was the joke with Yosemite Sam and Elmer Fudd having the guns in that movie in the first place. Small, short little scene, but it's like those are the gun-toting idiots in the series. And it's like all this time, these fools haven't been doing what they're good at. <laughs> using a gun. So they did it. But you can tell that's going to be further from anyone's uh, mind when they do the sequel. Now, it, it's... It, the idea of sitting there and criticizing people clamoring for her original concept and idea to come back is idiotic in the sense where, bitch, you don't get it. <laughs> where you seriously believe that the only reason people want her design to go back to the original form or the only, you know, uh, weight that it carries with someone screaming about like yo she didn't look like this in the other movies why does she look like this now she looks terrible hell if you've seen her image standing next to like lebron james with the other people the, the main image that people are using on um, twitter and whatnot you'll see like how she doesn't even fit in with the other characters designs because she no longer looks like a looney tunes character and a lot of people point out that her smirk makes her look like slappy squirrel from uh, the Animaniacs, which it very much does. Hell, even her cheeks are incredibly um, enlarged and like pulled out for some reason. And she just looks overall weird. And it's like even her base design when put next to Bugs Bunny, you can see that there's huge and major differences from her look to his look to where you can sit there and go, that's Lola, that's Bugs. Um, like, like her feet are even different. Um, but this movie's completely going to disregard that. Uh, well, the, like her redesign completely disregards that to where she just looks like a, a, a dude bunny <laughs> wearing a jersey and everything, but just got a girl head. And yeah, it's like that doesn't look like Lola from Space Jam. It's not that it doesn't look like Lola. If this was anything else, if they made a cartoon that was about them all playing basketball or something like that, or them being into sports or having her around talking about sports and it was just this run-of-the-mill cartoon it just like she would appear in every now and again and she had a different design i swear no one would scream out anything there would be no problem whatsoever but the fact that this is a sequel to space jam this is a goddamn sequel to a movie that a lot of people love and i mean a lot of people also equally hate but <laughs> that's not here nor there but um, a lot of people love and they cherish and they cared about this finally getting a sequel and one of the first things that you do is adamantly change a character who was introduced in said movie and then became a beloved character because of said movie. Yeah, you fucking up. That's, that's a huge fuck up. And to overlook that as to just, oh, there's a bunch of horny furries out there who um, just won't get over the fact that she ain't sexy now. And it's like, no, bitch, this, this, this is, it goes deeper than that. But a lot of people probably won't think of it as such, but it goes deeper than that. I mean, it's not equivalent to the different design of Sonic when the Sonic movie came out, but it's similar in the aspect of what exactly it represents. People on top don't give two fucks about what it is that you like. 
all they see is numbers, monies, box office, and whatnot. They hired a director, they got artists, they're going to do the movie, they're making the movie, blah. The only reason they're doing it is because they believe now is a time when they can get most bang for their buck. Whatever. But the concept of the idea that this is a kid's movie, so that means adults should be interested in it going right over their head. <laughs> like that's not something that they care about. So any redesigns, reimagining, regardless of what they believe a fan outcry would possibly be because of it, is not going to happen. This is like if they were to redo um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit movie. Do you seriously believe that they're going to have Jessica, Ra <laughs> Jessica Rabbit? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, had a granola stuck in my throat. <laughs> they're going to have like Jessica Rabbit um, overly sexualized walking around the way she did in the first Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Even though considering that in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, they were like in the freaking 50s. Um <laughs> so like what like 50s uh, 1950s to 40s or whatever um no it was earlier than that i can't remember uh damn i can't remember the timeline that that movie was supposed to take place but it was like yeah in which that was a common thing in like gumshoe movies that dealt with that where you have a femme fatale character walking around doing what she did but there was more to jessica rabbit than what they had going on and then the joke of her being married to roger rabbit was uh, fucking hilarious I love that movie, <laughs> but it's, it's similar. It, it, well, it's similar to what happened to Sonic, where essentially the people who are in charge of said movie are just making a movie, but they don't understand the weight that comes with it. Hell, um, the fandom behind Sonic is ridiculous. I mean, it's been, it's been a cultural icon for generations now. Um, the fact that they continue to make Sonic games and there's like devouts of people who sit there and regulate and talk about how good this game is in comparison to this game or they still read and take in the comics and things like that. All that stuff. But I'm pretty sure when those people made those movies, those people, they didn't care about. They thought, man, maybe some of them will go see the movie, but not all of them. But they should have put that in, you know, they should have thought about like, hey, what would the fans like to see? That way, we'll definitely get the fans' approval, but then at the same time, it could still be made as a fun kids' movie or fun, um, you know, a fun little cartoon, 3D action adventure or whatnot. But at the same time, let's not piss off the people who will definitely have something to say about this and will be people who will be adamantly like, oh, definitely do a sequel or let's give you guys more money to do this or back up all of this and talk about it and whatnot. You know, you got your run-of-the-mill family who'll just go and see an animated movie, or you got your people who are fans of LeBron James who might go and see this movie um, and whatnot. But realistically, the people who've been screaming about having another Space Jam, real, you really shouldn't have got them. Like, that's, those, are, those are the people who you can definitely count on criticizing, talking about, and keeping this movie alive way after it's over with, much like they did with the first Space Jam, which ushered in the sequel in the first fucking place. But they're an afterthought, and that's fucking bogus, but it is what it is. Um, now I've been talking so long about Lola, and I'm just, I'm pissed at the concept of people disregarding the aspect of people calling out and saying that they want her to go back to her original form. It's not like they're saying they want her to be sexier. They just want her to look like the Lola that they remember. Again, much like Harley Quinn from Batman, blew up in popularity like crazy. They've put Lola Bunny in fucking 
anything and everything they could after she was originally introduced. And it worked. It's not like anyone saw her in Space Jam was like, get rid of her. Um, like, she don't belong with Looney Tunes. It's like, no, she blew up like crazy, much like Harley Quinn. Uh, and so the idea of people having such a strong, passionate concept behind her character's design should speak volumes to these people, but it won't. And, uh, like, I, there's just way too many hints about this movie that I've already showcased that yeah, it's not going to be good. I'm not even trying to look at, like, no synopsis or anything like that because I'm going to be able to guess the movie and anything. But I can tell this is going to be bad. Hell, did you see the design of their jerseys? Those shits are ugly. <laughs> it was like the original Tomb Squad jerseys looked made, like, they, they were simple. They were just really simple. But this shit is gross. <laughs> I've been talking about Lola for too long. But yeah, I'm pissed at people who sit here and trying to go like, eh, you know, calm down, guys. Like, it's not that big of a deal. When it's like, bitch, this is a big deal. Because this shit keeps happening. And it's going to continue to keep happening. Because it's like, as soon as people understand and recognize that, hey, it really doesn't fucking matter um, what this character looks like. Just do the character. And then you'll be fine. The outcry that you believe that you're going to get isn't real <laughs> it's like it's not it's not gonna change anything the people who will be upset at her look in the current movie will not be the people who will go see your movie but the people who are upset at her look of the movie will not see your movie and they're the people who you want to go see the movie it's really fucking stupid how backwards <laughs> this shit is um in terms of like the thought process from it but hey it is what it is now, you got the Pepe Le Pew problem. Now, the Pepe Le Pew problem stems from the fact of, hey, like, there's a fucking Dave Chappelle joke that overly simplifies um, Pepe Le Pew. Um, well, not overly simplifies, uh, explains exactly the mindset of um, what people think Pepe Le Pew represents and means. And um, he was, like, he was watching a cartoon with someone, and then, like, Pepe Le Pew was chasing after a girl, and he was, like, Dave Chappelle was just, like, laughing at all. Like, yeah, there's cartoons when I was little. And then the kid was like, uh, he said, see, he's like, um, he's like, see, you got to do like Peppy. Sometimes you got to chase after the pussy. He, oh, no, <laughs> no. He's like, mm, yeah, that's a goddamn rapist <laughs> teaching my kid. And that's a funny ass joke. Um, but uh, I understand the, I understand people being upset at um, the actions of Peppy Le Pew or what it represented back in the day in terms of Looney Tunes, but if you've noticed, that has never been, that's not what Pepe Le Pew has turned into. Realistically, they changed this character with the times. The last iteration I could think of has been in the uh, Looney Tunes show, in which case he wasn't like his original I, um, design back in the fucking 50s, where he was like rushingly trying to kiss and be with a woman despite her continuing to run away. Um, what on the Looney Tunes show, the last thing they did was like, essentially, he was just like the the suave, debonair French guy hitting on everybody, but you know, and it was like, he was just hitting on everyone and that was it. And it's like, yeah, you got some type of charm, but it was like, there's nothing to it. I didn't see any difference between that and um, Puss in Boots from the Shrek movies. You know, and it was like, that's just, that's just what he is now um, as far as Pepe Le Pew is concerned. Um, but the majority of the jokes that come with him is the fact that he's a goddamn skunk. <laughs> and so, you know, and it was like, he, he's doing all he's doing and he's going after um, the cat. Also, if you didn't know, um, the cat's name was Penelope Pussycat. Um, 
I I had to look that up. I knew she had a name, but I can never I can never remember it. And so I'm gonna say it and it be remembered forever. But it's Penelope Pussycat. Um, and it's like he would always go after her for the misunderstanding, believing that she's a skunk. But she wanted to get away from him because he was a skunk. So that was also something that was heavily implied. As you recall, there's a um, cartoon where his ass got painted blue. And then she no longer looked like her original self. And so he was not attracted to her. And then she was attracted to him. So then she starts going chasing after him and he starts running away. But, you know, fuck all that. <laughs> like, that's far be it for me, an actual Looney Tunes fan, to sit there and tell people how to do a goddamn movie about the Looney Tunes characters. But the idea to completely remove him when he's known throughout history as Pepe Le Pew, a favorite fucking Looney Tunes character that has been a staple of the Looney Tunes community for years simply because the idea people have about his character within some of the older cartoons by today's standards is well, just, it's kind of rapey and it's like did he rape anyone in the cartoons? No so what the fuck? <laughs> it's like why would you get to that conclusion? And then again look at his current shit like not just from the Looney Tunes show um, even on the original Space Jam, on the first Space Jam movie, there was a joke about him being a skunk. That was it. They, he was a skunk. Um, Michael Jordan holds him up. The aliens pass out from his stench. And then he kisses the ball into the, um, it'd be like right on the rim. And then he kisses it and it falls into the hoop. And then he just goes two points. And that's it. This is, this is, that's all they did with Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> it's like, that's all they needed to do. <laughs> but... Ow, hit my desk. Um, but for some goddamn reason, the I, I I can. It's hard in today's world when it's like you're trying to keep up with movies or TV shows and whatnot. But you know for a fact that a majority of the things that you look at have a determining factor by um, Twitter mobs or people's outcry on the internet for shit in like. Um, Twitter, really. Uh, really, is, is majority of it is Twitter, but they do this shit on other stuff as well. Whereas, like, they just make, like, you know, they just rag on things and over and over and over again, and then you just got this toxic idea of characters that are just solidified because Twitter people say so. I'm just going to say them, and I'm, I mean all of them, but essentially, most of those people still go on Twitter, too. But you have that idea of a character because they say it is, but then you ask the fans who actually like the character, well, what do you think? What do you think? And then they go, nah. Um, much like with uh, the original Blue Tunes cartoon, they did what they did with Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam not having guns. And the problem was that people said something about it. And they go, well, they didn't always have guns in every cartoon they did. And it's like, well, they didn't. But then you purposely made cartoons showing Elmer Fudd in his hunter outfit, hunting and chasing after Bugs Bunny without a gun. But just with different weapons, and that's weird. But if you were to have Elmer Fudd, uh, much like in one of the earlier cartoons when it first came out, uh, it was like he was living in the house and Bugs Bunny kept trying to stay in the pool. And I was like, there's nothing wrong with him not having a gun in this scenario because he's not in the hunter outfit. But then you had small little excerpts of Elmer Fudd in his hunter outfit. Well, where, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, well, why doesn't he have a gun? He had dynamite, but he didn't have a gun weird weird shit and then you had yosemite sam in doing the whole wild west thing you could have set up multiple things they they did one thing where he was the cowboy outfit 
but he kept getting aggravated and angry at bugs, but he didn't pull out guns, which is a major thing that he always do. But all the majority was doing was just um, arm wrestling. And that was similar to like when they play cards and he'd be a cowboy and whatnot. But you can literally change that whole aesthetic into something else. They could have been at a fair and he was the strong man. And he just kept beating everybody. Um, it could have been like um, like a, a contest at a shopping mall or something like that. And he was the manager, you know, and it, it just you could have did anything to change the aesthetic of what the hell was going on, the setting or whatever, um, to where they weren't in the Wild West and Yosemite Sam wasn't a goddamn cowboy. So now you don't have to showcase the guns, but you didn't. You purposely put him in something that everyone identifies him as such. And then you took away a major aspect of that character. And then you sat there and thought, this will make people happy. And then it made a lot of people upset. And then you were like, well, I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't get it. Why are they mad? It's like, well, you, you changed a lot from a character that's beloved and has been known throughout the years of being such. But now all of a sudden, because you deem it offensive, realistically, because you personally deem it offensive. And there might be some people out there who go, it's offensive. But then again, what the fuck doesn't offend anybody? Um yeah that's stupid well this is offensive well you can't not offend everybody because then you'll just have a movie about a gray blob <laughs> that forever will just be a blob doesn't move doesn't do anything it's just a gray blob or the um or that game that was made by um Penn and teller that explains um it's a perfectly non-offensive game where uh you're just driving a truck um to los from like los angeles to las vegas and the whole game is just like this 16-hour shift of driving a truck. And that's just it. So there's there's nothing on the road, no stops, nothing like that. You just have to constantly keep the truck straight so it can drive all the way to Las Vegas. Is is one of the most boring fucking things I've ever seen in my entire life. But it's an actual game. And it's essentially not offensive to anyone. But that's the state that everything's going to come to because they keep letting shit like this happen. The, the small little cuts or the small little concepts of being, well, this might offend this person or people think this way about this. When it's like, this is a known beloved character that hasn't been identified as this. You can write around different aspects. Just because you're going to have Pepe Le Pew in the movie doesn't even, like, you didn't even need to tell people that you were going to take him out of the movie. But you did that and then it caused an uproar because you're a fucking idiot. All you had to do was just have him as a background character. That's it. You couldn't have not did anything. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They had the mice um, that are always on there be the announcers. They've had um, the bull sit in the stands. There's there's other well-known Looney Tunes characters that showed up in the first um, Space Jam, but they're not a major part of Space Jam. The dog that always comes after Falkhorn Leghorn. The, he, like, he's he's not a player. Like, he only has one line where he just goes down in front and he throws a shoe at Foghorn Leghorn in the beginning of Space Jam. I love Space Jam, by the way. Um, <laughs> I grew up with this shit. Um, so, like, I, I didn't sit there and, like, if anyone went, like, they took him out of the movie, I would have went, why? What the fuck did he do? Like, he didn't do anything. They was like, well, he's offensive to chickens. <laughs> you know, because he's supposed to watch them. As if chickens need a dog to watch them. And the dog represents man, and chickens are obviously females. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's not his purpose. That's not his point. Nor is it the joke with him. But 
whatever, why would you tell me this? You know, and it's like, you could have had Pepe Le Pew sit on the sidelines. You could have had him be a character that wasn't up to play in the game or something like that. But to adamantly go out of your way to announce he's not going to be in here because we feel that he represents this, it's fucking stupid. And, and like, I'm pretty sure they're not going to have Speedy Gonzalez in it. They didn't have Speedy Gonzalez in the first um, Space Jam movie. But um, it's always been criticized forever that Speedy Gonzalez is a racist stereotype of Spanish, of um, Mexican, Spanish people and whatnot. But um, a lot of Mexicans actually enjoy Speedy Gonzalez. And if you actually talk to Mexicans, a lot of them say that they like the character of Speedy Gonzalez. And then he does some offensive things, but nothing that's too adamantly bad or showing a negative aspect of uh, Mexicans. Um, you can say that about Slowpoke Rodriguez, but the joke of Slowpoke Rodriguez is just the fact that Speedy's cousin, and then he's the opposite of Speedy. Um, that's it. <laughs> but, um, to just sit there and be like, oh, no, like, he's just gotta, gotta get rid of him, is offensive. Hell, they had um, Speedy Gonzalez in the, the Looney Tunes show. And he owned his own pizza joint. He made a lot of good money from it. And it was just called Pizza Reba. And he just would, would have a speedy delivery. N nothing negative or offensive, hell of anything. He just kept constantly talking about Porky Pig, who's just this loner who really wanted some companionship, but just wasn't getting any girls. And like, hell, he would kept calling him Pinky because he thought that was his name. And he was like, he didn't even care to learn his real name. And he was like, my name's Porky. He was like, I thought it was Pinky. All right, whatever. <laughs> he still didn't care. But like, I... I'm a fan of Looney Tunes. I like Looney Tunes. And knowing that this movie is going to come out and it's going to piss so many people off because it's going to do so much is bad, and I feel bad for it. But at the same time, it's the majority. Uh, well, not the majority. I'm misspeaking. It's the overhaul of what's going on with it, which has been adamantly done to a hell of a lot of other properties as well, which is pissing me off. That's what I'm having an issue with. The redesign of Lola Bunny is not, it's not nothing that's new, but that's the problem, is that it shouldn't even be happening at all, but this shit keeps happening, and it's fucking disgusting. The, the, um, the, um, occlusion, uh, occlusion, <laughs> the, the, um, fuck, I'm trying to think of a big word, and I should, uh, it's got mush mouth. Um, taking away Pepe Le Pew is... It's something that's not new within this day and age when it comes to older cartoons and representation from by today's standards. But it should because it's based off of an older cartoon that has its own rules and mythos and whatnot. We're not having them do their racist blackface jokes. We're not having them do any of their ridiculous, um, uh, freaking apparently rapish nature that Pepe Le Pew is known for from his original cartoons. You're in a new age where, hey, writing is supposed to be your fucking job you're supposed to be creative enough to work around the negative aspects of this because it's still a beloved character goddammit. we still allow things like family guy and simpsons to be on the air and make all jokes that they want to make but now but you like the problems that you're taking away don't really fucking matter because the people who enjoy this shit aren't saying that there's a problem with this <laughs> you understand me so this is, is really fucking stupid, and I believe that to sit there and just, like, it's one thing to be against the people who are like, she should be incredibly sexy and whatnot for Lola Bunny. Like, yeah, that's, like, yeah, you can say stuff about that. Like, yeah, whatever. Um, but you should be on the, you should understand and be on the side of going like, hey, we shouldn't need to change her anyway. 
is not a thing to sit there and just go, ah, she, she's got a different look. Yeah, whatever. She's had a different look before. But why aren't you also screaming out, you know, why are they giving her a different look? Because it has nothing to do with the animation, because everyone else looks the fucking same. So why is it that she's getting an overhaul and no one else is? Uh, you can, Like I said, you compare Lola Bunny's look to the Looney Tunes show, you see that everyone on the Looney Tunes show had a different look and aspect. Everyone is damn near the same fucking height. Porky Pig's feet are super arched up and high and everything like that. Um, and then he's way slimmer than he um, normally and typically is. But that's that was the animation style of that cartoon. But it's just that, that you can sit there and point out that Lola Bunny looks so fucking different from how she originally looked from the first Space Jam. But everyone else still looks the same. There's a major problem with that. And people should say stuff about that. If you care for animation or you care for the looks of characters, then soon we're not going to get, we're not going to have female characters anymore. We're not going to have male characters anymore. Everyone's just going to be this weird non-binary character who you can't identify as male or female and there'll be no concept, no concept of a relationship or aspect of a character being a, um, a love interest or anything like that because everyone will just be okay. Like they'll just all be neutral. And then they're like, well, how fun will that be? It'll be just as much fun as a 16-hour drive to Las Vegas in the truck. So, that's it. I'm pissed. I'm upset. I'm upset that people aren't really getting, um, like, they're, they're not really grasping what they should be grasping at. But a lot of people are just shoving this off as just a bunch of furries claiming about why they best girl ain't giving the um, respect that she deserves from which is the reason why she's the best girl in the first place. But honestly, I believe that there's a hell of a lot more going on that people need to start talking about. And as soon as we do, then we can stop this shit from happening. But until we do, this shit is going to keep on happening to a majority of characters, and it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. So there you go. This has been Fun with Flame. I've been your host, Daniel the Flame. As always, good people, hope you have fun.